0: Let's make this happen in four three two a moment of silence for the pirate mike leach may he rest in peace december 14th 2022 it's me it's me it's your favorite phd that ain't using his degree it's dr goose live on the line with my boy on the other side of the state mr fermi welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers Podcast.
1: Thanks, Goose. Have to be back. Yeah, sad news on the leech front, man. He was an awesome guy. Very entertaining. Love the offense, too. It's just a sad day for college football. But on a, on a more uh, positive note, it's bowl season, man.
0: It certainly is. Um, I saw something that said uh, that Mississippi State is going to play their bowl game and that uh, he would come back from the dead livid if they didn't. So, you know, and if you've seen a couple of his clips, I mean, just the way that he coached and just the way that he talked to people, um, I think unintentionally I do that myself. But I will certainly do more of it because I think he was highly effective. But that being said, uh, there are a ton of bowl games that we can celebrate. Uh, There is a lot of great reasons to throw down money in this college bowl season. We're going to do uh, some confidence picks all the way up through. December 25th, uh, I'm going to go over some of my highest uh, valued picks that I have. One of them is actually uh, one of the first bowl games that's being played. So just any initial thoughts for me as we head into our confidence picks here and some of the bowl games, there's about, mm, I want to say about 15 of them headed into uh, Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah, so just in terms of the confidence thing, so the confidence uh, pull that I sort of, I'm a part of, you know, that that ham runs um, is all it's not against the spread. So it's just outright winners. Um, I don't know if you've done one against the spread, but that would obviously be much harder. So in terms of confidence, when I speak about it, I'm going to definitely be talking about just straight winners, not against the spread. Um, but there's still a lot of variability there. Of course, so many guys entering the transfer portal, uh, a lot of guys are just opting out to go to the draft and then anybody with like even minor injury concerns, a lot of times they, they err on the side of caution and just sit out as well. So, um, a lot at stake here with just moving pieces, coaching changes, all of that kind of stuff. So my confidence poll is sort of fluid. Um, I'll definitely speak to the games up to Christmas Eve and sort of where I have them. But late breaking news, guys that are sitting, I I definitely um, will make adjustments. And fortunately, the one I'm in allows you up until kickoff.
0: The one poll that I'm in right now, I have to turn in immediately before all bowls are played. And I, I will say, I got this pick in on the opening line. It was Utah over Penn State. And I also had uh, them uh, as my highest pick. I think Utah is going to be Penn State. That is my number one choice that I have for um, the confidence polls. If it's 41 bowls, f- 41 overall. I took over on 62 and a half for Tulane USC. And then I have another uh, pick that I put in that I'll get there. So we'll get some of these confidence p- confidence picks going. Let's start with the first two, Bahamas Bowl, UAB, and Miami of Ohio. Uh, the total is 44.5, and UAB is minus 10.5. For me, uh, this is a 37 out of 41 for me. I really like U- UAB in this spot. Uh, they've been to this bowl before. It is hard to play down in the Bahamas. It is very windy down there. Miami of Ohio uh, doesn't seem like they've had a great year overall and kind of backdoored their way in here. So uh, as far as the confidence pick is concerned, this is a very high pick for me. Uh, UAB straight up. I really don't have anything on the game, though.
1: Yeah, so I'm around the 25 range. I also like UAB. Um, and really, it's because of the coaching situation. So Bryant Vincent has been the interim coach, and the players really backed him. They really liked him, wanted him to get the full-time job. They went out and hired Trent Dilfer, believe it or not. So I think they, the players are going to be fired up. They're going to send him out with a win. Also, Uh, Miami is missing two offensive linemen that entered the portal. So I think that could play a factor. I really like UAB. I could bump it up. I mean, getting this in the 30s um, in terms of confidence might be the play.
0: UTSA and Troy in what will be the G5 game of the entire bowl season. Uh, UTSA is now getting one and a half, over under 55 and a half in the Cure Bowl. I got this over at 54 when it opened. I know that Troy's defense is solid. I know their secondary is solid. UTSA can run the ball. Um, They can pass it as well, too. They might be down a receiver or two here going into bowl season. But Troy's offense really started to pick it up in the latter half, probably the last three or four games. They started to really piece it together. These are two very confident teams and very competent teams. Uh, UTSA looking for their first bowl game victory ever. I don't see this one stopping. It, it opened at 57 and a half. It dropped to 54. I got it at 54. I liked it there. This is a one pick for me. I'm going to take Troy as much as I want to homer it with you on UTSA, but this is a point value of one. But give me over 55. I'm sorry. Well, I have over 54, but I would definitely take over 55 and a half for this
1: game for me. Yeah, I'm not I'm not as confident really. I view this one really as a toss-up. Um I'm UTSA at five on the confidence level. Um, I do like them to win the game, but just this these, this is a game of two sort of opposite styles. Like Troy's strength is defense, UTSA's strength is offense. I could see this going either direction. I don't like that the line is so close. So I'm going UTSA very light, but will not
0: bet the game. Louisville and Cincinnati in the Fenway Bowl. Louisville minus one and a half over under 39 and a half. Fermi, a three on Cincinnati, this is a total stay away for me.
1: This is crazy. So you know the storyline behind the Scott Satterfield situation? I, I do,
0: but you probably have a better grip on it to go ahead.
1: So he is he's leaving Louisville to go to Cincinnati. Obviously, they're getting paired up in the bowl. Both coaching staffs are essentially dismantled because of that move. Um, Dion Branch is going to coach Louisville. Uh, Cunningham for Louisville is out two of their running backs are out Cincinnati Ben Bryant got hurt. They're also losing four of their top five receivers and offensive linemen and cornerback. So like, I don't, this is the exact kind of game. This is bowl season in a nutshell. And I think it's going to be even more prevalent as the power five teams start playing, you know, closer to the new year's day. Um, You know, Offenses are going to be a shell of what they are throughout the regular season. And for that reason, I'm taking Louisville with only a three confidence. I don't like when coaching staffs and rosters sort of get turned upside down and key players are out. Malik Cunningham out for Louisville is a, is a serious thing. Um, I still like Louisville in the game, but I don't love them. Um, so I'm going, I'm going very low uh,
0: in terms of confidence. I'm probably not betting it. I, I just don't like the game your Florida Gators are playing Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl, and you have Oregon State minus 10.5 over under 52.5. For me, I have Oregon State as a 17 on my list here. For this, I'm probably going to bump them up higher, um, probably after you talk bad about Florida. But even this over seems a little juicy to me. It seems as though that this could certainly hit in this game, especially because it's indoors.
1: Yeah, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do, and this is a complete homer play. I'm taking Florida at a one. Do I think Florida's going to win the game? Absolutely not. This is a homer play. I'll enjoy watching it. It's going to be like they're, they are – I mean, this roster is going to be they, – they don't have Richardson. Kitna went on the whole porn thing. He's gone. They have five, five opt-out players, and they're all pretty much impact players. One offensive lineman is out, so I'm going to rely on them pounding the ground. Oregon State is without Chance Nolan, who entered the transfer portal. Their tight end is also out, and so is one of their top corners. I think Florida just runs the ball, runs the ball, runs the ball, shortens the game, and I'm hoping they somehow escape with a
0: win. But in all honesty, I think Oregon State wins this game. For me, I just bumped this up to a 30 for me.
1: I I, I think
0: Oregon State crushes them.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they should. They, they truly should. Florida has not been good all year. Um, you, you start wondering if, like, they're going to be on their third string quarterback. And I don't know how mobile Jack Mill is the Ohio State transfer, but I'm hopeful that he's he's has some mobility and they run a bunch of read options and find some holes with only one offensive lineman out. But I think Oregon State's going to control the line of scrimmage on both sides and probably run away with it.
0: Fresno State, minus three and a half over under, 52 and a half in the L.A. Bowl hosting Washington State. Could be a pretty good send-off here for Fresno State with Hayner. Um, really nice story with Ted Further, head coach. Washington State is kind of a, a weird team for me. They are really hit or miss this year. Uh, I think this is a miss. I wouldn't even take this over. I'm staying away from this game.
1: So I really, really like Fresno in this one. Um Painter's back. He's going to play, or at least all signs point to him playing. I see the line at minus three right now. This is one of my, my favorite confidence confidence picks. I have it at 35 right now. Washington State's going to be without three of their four top receivers. Um, and they're also very weak at linebacker. I think Fresno just controls the clock and and scores sort of at will. I think Washington State receiver's missing are going to be a big blow to the offense.
0: So I like Fresno a lot. I'm going to bet this. They're, I'm going to take them to cover as well. Southern Miss, minus 6.5, over under 45.5 against Rice in the Lending Tree Bowl. me, I'm taking Southern Miss in this only because they are incredibly awkward to play. They're hard to prepare for. You literally have no idea who is going to take the ball when it's snapped. Just It's a total stay away for me. I have Southern Miss at 13 because I started to run out of points.
1: Yeah, so the the biggest news here that I could find is Jaron Hall. Um, He's he's questionable, sort of leaning towards out. If he is out, I really, really like SMU. And this is a perfect example of what I was talking about earlier with me being able to change it late. If Jaron Hall doesn't play, I'm going to bump SMU to probably somewhere in the 30s. Um, Right now I have him at 16. But if he is out, I like SMU minus 3.5. Um, I would probably take them up to six and a half without Jaron Hall. And I sort of like the under to 64 and a half. I don't think BYU scores a ton of points without their quarterback.
0: Oh, you did SMU BYU. I did Southern Miss Rice.
1: Oh, sorry. I did SMU.
0: Do you have anything on SMU uh, on Southern Miss and Rice?
1: Yeah. Southern Miss. I have them right around the same line at, at 15 confidence. I do like Southern Miss. Um, both of Rice's top two quarterbacks are questionable, and so very similar storyline. But if Rice is without their top two QBs, I, I do I like Southern Miss quite a bit.
0: You still like this over in this SMU BYU game?
1: SMU BYU, I would actually prefer the under if Jaron Hall is out. Um, I think SMU could get out to an early lead and then just pump the brakes.
0: The New Mexico in New Mexico, that game is very windy as well, too, though. True, true, very windy. So, uh, and they're
1: both, that, passing off, both passing offenses primarily,
0: right? Right, but that could change. I mean, I bet on the over in that game before, and that's blown up in my face because there's like 30 mile per hour winds. So, yep. um, yep. learn your lesson on that one. Here's one I definitely have an over on uh, North Texas, Boise State, uh, Boise State minus 10 and a half over under 59 and a half. They have found their offense, it was a tough game. I actually got it at 56 and a half. And I parlayed this with the next game for me, which is UConn plus 10. They're now plus 10 and a half against Marshall in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Listen, I think UConn is pumped to play this game. Jim Mora has done a very good job getting this team there. This is one of those where people bet on the money line to win. Crazy things happen in some of these double-digit um, lines for me. But it also... Uh, North Texas getting rid of Latrell and Boise State has found their offense. I understand I'm kind of mixing two games in a row here, and usually I don't take point spreads, but I really like UConn getting these points. I wish I would have got them at 10.5, and I think that the uh, the rock is going to be slung around in the Frisco Bowl between Boise State and North Texas. I, I just feels like this one is going to shoot over the total. So I like – this is interesting because we're
1: we're almost the opposite here. So I like North Texas. It is in Texas, and Hank Bachmeyer entered the transfer portal for Boise, which I think could be a, a major storyline. Um, I think he's he's a big piece of that offense, a quarterback. Um, so I like I like North Texas. I think Latrell out actually might be a positive. Sometimes they get get a little bit of a spark with the with the interim coach stepping in. Um, so I like North Texas only a confidence two. um, certainly I don't love picking 10 point dogs to win outright, um, which is the reason I'm going such low on confidence, but I like that it's in North Texas's backyard down there in Texas. Um, no travel, it's going to feel like home. So that's a little bit of a sleeper pick for me. And then Marshall, very confident in, in my, my vote here. I have him at 38. And the big reason why is they're really, really starting to pound the rock. They, they got Ali back after missing the first 10 games. And he's had two monster games uh, to close out the year. So they have a really good one-two punch at running back. I think they pound the ground and, and beat UConn. I do agree with you. UConn is going to be fired up to play. It's the first time they've been bowl eligible in a while.
0: I hate to call you out on your transfer analysis, but the reason that Bachmeyer is transferring is because Taylor Green stepped in the past couple games, and he provided the offense more of a spark. And um, he is a dual threat. He is mobile on the ground. Fresno beat them up. I mean, it was it, it, the the score. I don't think really dictated what happened in that in that game. Um, I would be cautious with that because I think that this uh uh tailing green is is pretty talented for me and tough game to play to win in the mountain west but north texas's defense uh is a little iffy in my opinion so uh i, I think that uh it, i i would be careful with that just as an fyi okay i appreciate
1: that i mean i like the over as well um i'm, I'm seeing it now at 59 right i hope i for the over I hope Halati plays he's questionable at the moment he he did he hurt his shoulder in the Mountain West title game um, but I think he's back at practice and sort of expecting to play so that's a that's a key piece for the over as well
0: well and, and these two for me I mean I've got Fresno at a 16 and then I have I actually picked UConn as an upset because I think a lot of people are going to pick Marshall so I picked them as an upset but it was only for 12 points If you know, anywhere you can pick up a couple extra it's worth yep. it so um, the next one we have is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Surprisingly, I actually love this game. Uh, San Jose State minus 3.5 over under 54 and a half against Eastern Michigan. Uh, this is a 3 on my confidence poll, and I am taking uh, Eastern Michigan, if you will, just because of the weather. It feels as though it might be really cold. It doesn't seem like San Jose State would want to be up there in that. I don't know how excited they are, but... Uh, EMU again had had a kind of quiet good season. I don't know if I would touch this over for me, but Eastern Michigan getting three and a half, I kind of like that as well.
1: Yeah, I have Eastern Michigan at a seven right now. Um, probably not going to bet the game though. I just it's too early for sure. Right? It's not a strong lean either way. Uh, but that's that's where I'm at. Eastern Michigan money line.
0: The Roofclaim dot com Boca Raton Bowl between Liberty getting four and a half against Toledo. Over under is fifty three and a half. For me, I'm on Toledo in this game. I don't know why. Eleven points. I'm calling it a day as I'm about to sneeze.
1: I really like Toledo here, so I'm at thirty thirty three. Bless you, thirty three for Toledo. Um, and I like the over. Finn is expected to play. Freeze is out as head coach for Liberty. Um, also, Liberty's Ahmad Walker, the, the linebacker, and one of their better tacklers, is also out as well. I think, I think Toledo comes in and sort of rolls. I, I really like their situation compared to
0: Liberty. Um, so that's, that's the take. RNL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl, indoors. South Alabama minus four and a half, over under 55 and a half against Western Kentucky. Fermi, no reason not to take an over in this game. South Alabama, 10 and 2 this season. Western Kentucky getting their quarterback coming back indoors down south. Seems like it's a play big game. 9 p.m. slot. It's gonna steal the show, Fermi. It's it's like Sunbelt all Sunbelt, Thumb Belt. Maction, even though it's not Maction, CS, CSUSA, Fun, whatever you want to call it, it just seems like these, these kind of games just go flying over the total.
1: Yeah, well, I what I'm mostly worried about is Austin Reed. He's he's transferring. So no, he's I not. He's
0: he back. Has... No, he's not. He's back.
1: Oh, he is back. Okay.
0: Yeah. That, he, well, that he, makes a lot he, more sense. He, he left because... and then he left and then it was like, Nah,
1: psych! And he came back. Okay. Well, that's a that's a game changer. So... Um, I liked South Alabama um, very confidently without Reed. With him back, I'll probably reduce it um, to probably somewhere in the teens, but that's, that's a game changer. I do like the over as well.
0: Um, that's, a, that's a good pick with, with Reed playing. Uh, I apologize for that noise in the background. The cat found something. I'm apparently very excited that reads back in the game. Take that over, people. That's a sign. Baylor, minus 5.5 over under. 48 and a half in the Armed Forces Bowl. I love Baylor in this game. I'm they're, they're my 40th points. This Air Force team, boy, did they let me down this year for me. I think Baylor steamrolls this. Uh, give me the Bears.
1: So I like Baylor, too, not as confident as you. I have them in single digits right now at six. Um, Baylor got rid of their defense coordinator and special teams coordinator um, right at the end of the season. So there could be a little bit of – I don't know. That can be a positive. They went the wrong way in both both of those categories, both defensively and special teams efficiency, all year. So, you know, coaching changes like that sometimes are very positive. Um, but I do like Baylor in this one. I just think Air Force is a little one, a little too one-dimensional. Um, but they
0: should be able to run the ball on Baylor, with that being said. So it, it should be a good game. In the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, Louisiana getting 6.5 against Houston over under 58.5. Fermi, this is the stay-away bowl for me because I got nothing on it. I, I, I'm out. I really, really like Houston. I have them at 42 right now. Um, favorite play of the bowl season, um,
1: I because in in the confidence that we that we do, I think there's an extra bowl game because Jackson State, NC Central is also a play on the ESPN the one.
0: C- the Celebration uh, Bowl Stritz uh, is Stritz is notorious for choosing that as his highest pick every year. Yeah, and that I mean, it, I mean Jackson State's undefeated,
1: so I don't know what the deal is with Dion coaching and all that stuff, but um, regardless. Uh, Right now, I believe Tank Dell is expected. He's going to leave, but he is expected to play the bowl. I'm sort of assuming Clayton Toon does the same. And if both of them are active, I really, really like Houston with a lot of confidence. Um, Louisville or Louis, Louisiana is also without their, their top QB. So um, Houston to the moon.
0: The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl is Wake Forest minus one and a half over under 60 and a half against Mizzou. Fermi, this is an old-fashioned over for me.
1: Yeah, I love the over. Um, This is going to be a shootout. I think there's going to be a lot of defensive players. I already see seven defensive players potentially transferring or not playing because of opting out for Missouri. I don't know, I'm not going to say they're all starters, but they are certainly some key key folks that are not going to be on the field on the defensive side of the ball. So I like Wake at 22, I say that, but I also really like Brady Cook. I think he's going to have a bodster year next year for, for Missouri statistically. I think he's a really good underrated quarterback. I just, unfortunately he's in the SEC and he's probably not going to win a lot of games, but I think he is very, very good and talented.
0: One of my favorite bowls I love that it's on Christmas Eve in the evening. The Hawaii Bowl, middle Tennessee State, San Diego State, San Diego State minus six and a half over under 49 and a half. Fermi uh, uh, San Diego State.
1: All right that's sort of how I feel. i have San Diego State at 10 right now, but don't love it. Um, but that's that's my pick as of right now.
0: I lied, Fermi. We're going to do one more. We're going to do one, one more game because then we can actually record on the 26th. So, because there's no game on Christmas this year, there's Ball State, Georgia State last year, and that game went over. Fun fact New Mexico State plus three against Bowling Green over under 47 and a half in the quick lane bowl, Fermi indoors in Detroit. Ooh. Oh, man, New Mexico State has no offense. I want to take it over so bad on this, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Yeah, this. so I I mentioned Houston.
1: This is my second favorite pick, and I'm taking Bowling Green without a question. Um, I really like Bowling Green in this game. Pavia is also injured. Um, Very well could play for New Mexico State, but um, I, I do think he's their only chance to win. I also think Bowling Green has obviously much less travel. Sort of in their backyard, um, and New Mexico State traveling west the day after Christmas. I just, I they're not a They're not a good team. I'm surprised we're even talking about New Mexico State playing on December 26th. But um, I, you know, I had
0: regardless. New Mexico State highlighted, but I think you just talked me out of it.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Bowling Green. Very, very confident. It's going to be one of my top couple
0: plays. Final thoughts for me because we are not going to be able to talk before Christmas. You and I might actually maybe talk on Christmas day, but um, this will be the last podcast that we have until December 26th, where we will go through the rest of the slate all the way through to the national championship game.
1: Yes. So I'm I'm just really excited. I, I feel like I've, done a little bit more research than I have in the past usually I just pick games and then adjust accordingly as the games get closer Um, but I think I have a little bit more of a roadmap at least based on what I know right now so I'm just excited I mean we're buckle up we have about three weeks of straight football
0: it is a beautiful thing for me it is a beautiful time of the year excited to get some picks in there we'll put them online Uh, Sometimes, depending, we may do some extra confidence, like numbers out there as we uh, do them in real time. If Fermi has the availability to do that, uh, we'll make sure that we keep those up to date for you. So uh, anything else, Fermi, on your radar here, fantasy or NFL, before we close up and wrap up shop here?
1: Not too much. I haven't really looked too deeply into NFL for this week. Um, Not yet, at least, but... I'm, and I haven't really been following college basketball as closely as I have wanted to, but I, I know that I'll will ramp that up a little bit over the holidays as well. I think that's when I sort of really get some time to watch some watch some hoops as well. From what about you?
0: I I, I, I am uh, took second this in my fantasy. I uh, I lost to get the first place money for the regular season. Uh, I do have a buy trying to get to the finals to at least get a little bit more of my money back for me. That's what it comes down to. Love that tough listen from all of our family here at the anonymous gamblers myself mr fermi mr stritz mr Zans, mr Rome's, mr grom mr carl and a bunch of others who have always joined us and provided a lot of great insight and a lot of great fun picks for you guys we wish you guys a very happy holidays merry christmas the whole nine yards go out and enjoy the time with your family spend some a little bit some of that little extra money that you might not have spent on on a family member you don't care about as much and put on a couple picks, put it in a parlay and enjoy it because if there's one thing that we say and we'll ride it all the way out through this year and into next, it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you in about a week
1: and a half.